0: One of the hardest parts about podcasting for me is sometimes I'll press the start button and I'll have a lot to say. And then as soon as it start recording, nothing comes out. And I don't know if that'd be called talker's block because it's not writer's block because I'm not writing. Yeah, anyway. So I try to say something inspiring or motivating each show because I want to uplift people. I want to give us information and keys to things that we actually need. And then also, I'm a, I'm a big cheerleader. So I like to cheer people on because my family, my friends, you know, they have been there. So I feel like it's only right for me to share that because I know some people do not have that. And this past Sunday, my friend Earl committed suicide. Um, we went to college together. I knew him before college, but we went to Mary Grove together. And I still used to talk to him from time to time. He would send me messages and I, he followed my pages, so I know that he probably seen my show. Uh, I'm not sure if he ever listened, but I didn't know that he was going through, you know, anything that would cause him to commit suicide. And you guys know how I feel about mental health. You know, most of you know my story about, like, how bad it was for me. And when I found out that he committed suicide, I couldn't really talk about it for a few days because my feelings was hurt like I'm I try to share this information to uplift people to tell people like you know I went through this I can help you I can talk to you you know I can get you in contact with therapists that I know um this this and that like I try to I try to help anyway that messed me up and um I want to let people know that like no matter how rough things get, please don't give up. Don't give up. At least, if a person is trying to help you, just accept the help from a person that's really trying to help you. I know sometimes we think that things isn't genuine or anything like that, but I never want to. I I don't want to hear about another person committed suicide around me. Like that, just I don't even like it. Period. But I don't want to hear somebody that I could probably help around me commit suicide. Because I'm actually here and I want to help people. So, yeah. I guess that's a crazy way to start the show. But I just had to get it out there. Because sometimes we'll have help right in front of us. And we won't take it. And we'll look the other way. And we'll suffer. And you don't have to. So, if you can, help the next person. Like, I've been secretly helping people. And staying up all night talking to people and helping them. And they're actually able to help other people now. And it feels so good that I was able to do that. But please, never take make the decision to take your own life. Not by your own hand, no. Well, let's start the show. So y'all know lately I've been on this research wave. And I've been really obsessed with studying things that happened like a hundred years ago, right? And I feel like everything is starting to... make Well, it was already making sense, but I feel like a lot of those things are repeating itself. Maybe not the same exact way, but in a way it's repeating itself. We had, we had the Spanish flu that happened in 1919. And even though the coronavirus isn't as bad as the Spanish flu it did spread fast you know everything kind of happened really really fast like literally february to march for us was super different like february we were still okay we saw stuff happening overseas people getting sick we saw italy completely shut down and then next thing you know a couple weeks later we were the same exact way um And then also, I researched about the stock market crash because I honestly did believe that the stock market was going to crash and we were going to hit a super Great Depression. But I think that we're kind of in a recession in a way right now. Um, But one thing I did not research because I didn't know about that I saw was the Tuskegee syphilis study that was done. Um, And I'm still doing some research on it. But that also happened in the 1920s where black men were um, basically experimented on for to study out syphilis because it was so bad at one point. And um, I feel like the, I feel the need to really research that because I know that CNN and these other you know great media outlets have. A little bit been playing on us, like they've been playing on our emotions, and I I can't give validity to some of the stuff that they put out. But I did see some articles, some about like, you know, the CDC wanting um, brown kids and black kids to go to school first just to see what'll happen, so just to experiment on us. But in the middle of the pandemic, like right towards the beginning of it, they was already working on a vaccine because it was already happening around the world, and. Most companies said, most of the pharmaceutical companies said that they cannot have an effective, you know, not like a harmless vaccine made until at least next year, 2021. So here we are in 2020 still, and now all of a sudden they're going to have vaccines ready two days before Election Day. The CDC is already telling state governors that they can officially prepare to distribute the COVID-19 vaccine by November the 1st. That's one year before every most pharmaceutical companies said that they can even get it done. Is that just sounding weird to you? I mean, is it sounding weird to me or is it sounding weird to you too? So it's like, who's going to be the first ones that have to get this vaccine? It's crazy like I've really I've really been doing research and I'm I'm really gonna research the Tuskegee syphilis study as well just to see you know how did y'all come up with these people that y'all used for this experiment and you know what I wouldn't put it I wouldn't put it past America to maybe try it on a low-income families first people that's living off the states to Or to at least bribe people into getting the vaccine, saying that you can get some type of tax cut if you go ahead and get the vaccine. It's like, I want to know who's going to willingly get this vaccination without getting something else in return. Like, you're just going to willingly get it. Because it's, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to balance out for people that has also gotten the flu shot earlier this year before any of this started. Has anybody thought about that? Like, I haven't gotten the flu shot in well over fifteen years, but what about the people that got their flu shots in January, like you know the beginning of January? How is that going to work with this new vaccination? Have that hasn't that crossed anybody's mind? Like who's going to go first? Like I listen, my mind has been going everywhere because a lot of people, everything that I've been reading has been saying like September, October, November are going to be some months that you really need to prepare for and you really need to, you know, know things and have stuff prepared. So I've really been trying to do my research. Like, you know, let me know. <laughs> let me know. Don't let me be out here slipping. So I try to give that information to y'all because I don't want nobody to catch us slipping. Like, we was, we've already been caught slipping a few times. Like, so I've been trying to, like, prepare myself for information, prepare my household, make sure I got water and everything because I've been talking about that. But... I'm really concerned about this vaccine that is one year ready before any company said that they could get it available. It's very concerning to me um but I had to bring that up and just talk about that with y'all because it just don't it don't make sense to me, and it don't it don't even seem right it don't sit well with me at all. And you know what? It's crazy because I know that they're going to try to get to that point where you're going to need a vaccine to even be able to travel. You're going to need a vaccine to even be able to go into stores and to buy things. I feel like that's where we're headed. And I'm still trying to understand why, as a people, we're still listening to Bill Gates, who is not a doctor. Like, I'm not—I'm trying to still understand that. But yet and still— We don't listen to Dr. CB when he actually healed people. Crazy, right? But I don't know who's going to get this first. I don't know if some of these articles that I'm reading about, like, them wanting to test it out on black people first is actually true. I don't know if it's actually true that they're, they're wanting black and brown kids to go to school first to see how it works out doing the... Pandemic because I have seen a couple schools in Atlanta that's actually been open. I've seen some photos of um, some mixed schools being open and most people not even having a mask on. So I don't even know how that's going to work through flu season. But you know, America doesn't really have a great track record when it comes to black or brown people. So it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. I mean, I believe that this week there has been at least three black men shot by the police this one week and we probably only know about one of the stories because the other ones don't get as much you know media attention as others but this is uh this is this is what america is and it's it's sad but i'm very concerned about this vaccination i'm very concerned about who's gonna have to get it first I'm very concerned of how it's going to affect people. And I'm very concerned of how it's ready when no company said that they could at least get an effective one ready until next year, 2021. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So somebody sent me this post and the question in the post was, at what age does messiness turns into misery? And to me, it's not an age. To me, it's based off of maturity and it's based off of consistency. Because, like, if a person is immature, no matter how old they are, you're going to expect them to be a little bit messy, depending on the type of person that they are. And to me, like when you say a person is messy to me that means that they're untrained in a way or they don't have like a lot of self-control and it's okay because we're all messy sometimes but i believe that you know after a while you learn people you learn the room that you in you know you learn certain things so you learn what to say and what not to say And you learn how to hold your tongue at certain points so you don't be messy like even if you know some information it's not for you to say something. Like, you learn those type of things. Um, but I think that a miserable person is the person that knows these things, learn the room, but just don't care, and chooses to be messy. Chooses to be that person. Like, I believe that's when it becomes miserable because that's what a person chooses after they're already trained. They already know, but they choose to act with no control. No self-regard, none of that. So, to me, there isn't an an age on it because you can be very young and, you know, learn how to not be messy based off, you know, based off of you. And then at the same time, you can be older and be messy because you chose not to, you know, you don't, you haven't learned the room or it's taking you a little bit longer. I don't know. But to me, that's my opinion on it. Um, I believe that, you can't put an age on messiness and misery. Is all about the person and then how much to, what they choose to consistently do. I mean, sometimes they are messy and we don't even know we're being messy. We try to help situations. Like there has been situations where I've tried to like two of my friends was beefing out and I've tried to help them and be like, well, she did say that you know she do miss you, duh, 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 but she don't want to say until you apologize. And I have thrown like. Some freaking gas on the fire by mistake. Trying not to be messy, but yet and still being messy. So I had to learn from situations. And then also watching other people and like all their stuff, like their arguments blow up. So I had to learn how to not be messy. I had to learn when to give something and when not to give something. And then I had to learn when to take the bone back to a person. (laughs) But, I mean... Honestly, sometimes messiness is what keeps people going because messiness brings tea. And I'm not going to lie. I like tea sometimes. I mean, it's not for me to tell the next person, but I like some tea sometimes. So, (laughs) I don't think that there's a certain age. But I do think that with consistency, if this is all a person does and they never choose to hold the bone and hold their tongue, then, yeah, they might be a little miserable because they always like being that person. Because being messy gets old after a while. I don't know when, but <laughs> it does. So I'm closing out the show, but hopefully, I said something that will make you think and then something that's a little bit positive as well um and then I want to let you guys know that the lifespan of the dollar in the black community is steady going down and I feel like this is something that we really need to make sure that we keep an eye on and see if we can at least try to support each other a lot more um the lifespan of a dollar in a black community is at about six hours now compared to every other community that is horrible that's extremely horrible the lifespan in the asian community for a dollar is 28 days in the jewish community the lifespan is 19 days you see these numbers compared to our six hours i know that sometimes it's like hard to support you know black businesses because we have built these stereotypes that all black businesses are ghetto, communication is horrible, you know, or you're going to get got if you pay in advance. We have to get these stereotype. like we have to get out of this stereotype thing. Like all businesses are not like that. And no matter the color of the owner, you're going to get got if the person doesn't have integrity, period. So hopefully, you know, we can start supporting each other a lot more. Um, I'm really hoping that I've been really working on like coming up with some type of plan or something coming up with something that we can do to kind of boost the the black dollar and to kind of invest in each other um, because we got to we got to make each other millionaires, uh, we got to keep each other um financially set because a lot of people are not going back to their jobs. And believe it or not, like, things are not going to go back to the way that you thought that they were, especially if you don't get that vaccine, because I'm not getting a vaccine. So things are going to change a lot. So we have to find a way to make money off of each other, keep ourselves in a, you know, in a good stable place when it comes to, like, finances, mental health, and different things like that. So I think that is something that we need to think about because, you know, it doesn't look like things are getting easier, especially if you're black in America. Things are definitely not getting easy. I I don't even like to drive hardly, especially if I see a police officer. I I cringe, even if I know that I'm not doing anything wrong at all. It's just that things are not getting easier for us at all. Things are actually getting a lot harder to me. But we have to work on helping each other. We have to work on... Um, building our community from within and we got to get our foot in other doors so that we can help each other so America doesn't have a good track record when it comes to um, people with brown or black skin I said that before but it's also the same thing for the world the world doesn't have a good track record when it comes to brown or black people either because if if we go all the way back to what close to the beginning of time then they put Jesus on a cross wasn't he uh you know what i'm not gonna end this show and piss people off today i'm not gonna end the show and piss y'all off because i love y'all and i know that i will get some inboxes if i finish that (laughs) sentence. but i want us to look out for each other no matter who we are um and and i'm not even just saying like a black only thing i'm not even saying that at all but i want us to look look over each other and help each other no matter who we are we need to build our own community that's what we have to do um and that just be that on that because the world ain't playing fair so we gotta look out for each other this has been moments with Mika and I'm out all right I have real questions how does your car look right now is it clean on the outside but not clean on the inside or vice versa uh-uh. Whether you're having a hot girl summer or a city boy summer your car need to be looking good if you're gonna be looking good inside of it So here's the resolution make sure you call simply clean mobile car washing and get your car looking good Make sure it's restored back to new and it'll only be done at simply clean mobile car wash So give them a call at 586-646-0403 586-646-0403 0403, you will not complain. I guarantee that. You heard it here first on Moments with Mika.